0: All right, glad you're with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to join us. Um, all right, so they have a tentative deal. They're going to vote in the Senate. Nancy Pelosi's now got to sell this pork-ridden bill uh, to the House Radical Extreme Caucus, even though there's so much crap in this thing that it, makes, it should make every American sick to their stomach to watch what... Is unfolding and has unfolded in Washington uh, at a time we don't need this we really don't we need one bill to help American workers American families small businesses their employees and big businesses that basically have been shut down because of the virus you would think that's something okay we're gonna we're gonna stick with all the important stuff here that's not true Now, before I get to the stuff I'm really angry about, okay, there's going to be full paycheck replacement for Americans uh, of their wages, those Americans without a paycheck through no fault of their own. Okay, we're helping American workers. I can live with that. Uh, And for example, they're pushing the money out sooner. I definitely think that is a necessity. Uh, We know that they put another 13 weeks of federally funded unemployment insurance available Uh, and expanding access to even allow part-time self-employed and other people. Normally it's hard to get that in certain circumstances, getting rid of all that Uh, monies that we have been laying forth, uh, putting down now for infrastructure, for the healthcare system. uh, Very, very important. That's 150 billion of this bill, at least maybe more. Um, We have protections and loan guarantees. Let me just explain six, Trillion dollar stimulus plan. Now, two of it is in spending and four trillion in liquidity with the Federal Reserve. Let me translate that. That is loans, in case you didn't know. You know, it got so tense last night. Lindsey Graham, Steve Daines, you know, on the Senate floor saying, you know, to just put an end to all of this, meaning stop negotiating because what the Democrats are doing and what they're fighting for is insane. And the fact that they're doing it while Americans are watching and Americans are waiting. And the stock market, by the way, up another 1,200 points today. Yesterday, the biggest single gain day ever in history. But we've been taking a lot of hits on Wall Street. Well, that's people's retirement. Uh, The one thing, there does need to be some perspective here. And I, I have said many times on this program, I am not a big Wall Street guy. But... Any investment guy that I've ever spoken to and check with your investment people will tell you if you put money away and you're not going to touch that money in the next 10 years, history has shown you will usually be fine. Um, Depends if something happens at the time you're going to need it. But you make you make provisions for that as you get closer, uh, if you have a good financial person. But anyway, people are struggling through no fault of their own. And what have we now for days been watching unfold? Not action. No, we are seeing the most radical leftist socialist agendas following Rom Rombo Deadfish's rule. And he even reiterated that rule this week. Never let a crisis go to waste because if you, because then during the crisis, you're going to be able to get things done that you'd never, ever otherwise be able to get done. And that's what was happening with Schumer and in the Senate and Pelosi in the House is they had a deal, but they're like, "No, nah, let's go in and get every wish list that we had." It was telegraphed by James Clyburn, and every unrelated, you know, proposal. A lot of it straight out of uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's Green New Deal. It's a wish list of garbage that attacks every big, you know, it, it, it is basically every single thing that you would ever want if you're a radical left wing socialist democrat it's all there including let's see, obama phones uh, oh let's let's include illegal immigration in this uh oh let's uh, let's let's raise the minimum wage let's uh make permanent paid leave let's uh oh let's pay off the debt of the postal service uh let's pay off student loan debt uh, apparently in this version they're still giving 25 million to the jfk center center for performing arts really is that does that help the american worker but they're they're willing to fight for this Because this is the only time that they have maximum leverage because the adults in the room, the Republicans, now their backs are against the wall because they have a sense of urgency. I never saw Susan Collins or Mitch McConnell as angry and animated as I did this week, by the way, to their credit, because they were fighting to help the right people and not waste uh, the rest of the country's money in the process with this with this wish list of theirs, including, Oh, let's, let's, let's pummel the airline industry while we're at it. Let's kick them in the teeth while they're down and see if we can't just totally destroy them and hurt them. Let me tell you something about the American people. Everybody in America that I know and people that I read online, you know what they want? They want to go back to work. They don't want, they, they want their jobs and their lives normal again. Uh, But in the meantime, you know, if we're going to bail out Europe and rebuild it after World War Two. And if we are doing, we're capable of beating back every evil force in the world uh, and keeping the world free and sending aid all over the world. We certainly should be able to help out American workers through no fault of their own that need our help. We, we ought not be debating every controversial issue and shoving it down the Republicans throat, because then it becomes a matter of, OK, the adults they, they they feel the urgency. They want to get money to American workers. They don't want businesses shutting down because they're not acting. They, you know, big businesses, they need help too. There is no real airline industry anymore if we don't bail out the airline industry. It's not their fault that this happened. It's a pandemic. It's not the cruise line industry's fault either. Never been a big cruise line person. Americans love to go on cruises and they hopefully will go back one day. But to to make to to do what they're doing and throw this temper tantrum and be willing to die on this hill. Well, what is the purpose of this? They're doing it because they know right now is when the the only opportunity that they could probably ever get this done. And so they're going to use that pressure. Twenty five million in funding for the JFK Center for the Performing Arts in D.C., I can tell you, I have no plans for the rest of my life to ever see the JFK Center for Performing Arts in Washington. I have no plans to do that. And I don't really care if it gets $25 million in improvements. And now the Democrats, they fought. What do they want? They wanted $300 million for both the National Endowment for the Arts and the National Endowment for the Humanities. Well, that $300 million was in the House bill well, the Senate knocked it in half. Okay, we'll give you half of your crap. Can you sign the darn thing so we can get aid out to the American workers that need it? I mean, this is how sick this is. And and it's like they're being held hostage. They know as adults, America needs the help. Now, here's the other problem they have. It's a political problem in a sense. But I think their, their intentions are really pure. They, they feel the urgency of the moment. I could hear it. You could see it with Susan Collins. You could see it with Mitch McConnell. They are like, guys, keep focused here. Can we please act now? America is waiting. But no, they they hold off and they've got their wish list. And they've got the biggest wish list of liberal, radical, socialist extremism that we've ever seen. And they don't seemingly care at all about the people that are out there in the world that are their fellow Americans suffering during all of this. It's pathetic. It is sad. It's repulsive. It's pathetic. It's unbelievable. And it's like, wow, you really begin. You see, you know, you see in times like this, you always see the, the best in people. Look at American industry. Look at our pharmaceutical companies. Look at our health insurers. No copays. Look at big business, big pharmaceutical yeah, they're like producing it like crazy. You know, any, you know this uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, um, they have stepped up. Uh, CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Target, uh, big pharmaceutical companies, Ford, GM, all of these companies stepped up, all of them, in a, in a way that is so inspiring to help their fellow citizens in a time of need. They've all stepped up to help us. And it's like, you know what? I say to them, hey, thank you. Thank you it shows a side of business that has heart and compassion which we've always known it does but of course they make a profit and according to people on the left the profit is a horrible thing and guys like bernie sanders and the squad and everybody in between they want to get rid of all profits oh why would you want to get rid of profits oh by the way pelosi saying she can't commit to supporting even this package cuz her speakership's probably in jeopardy cuz they're not getting the full 300 million for the endowment for the arts and humanity I mean, I I look at this thing and I I, rage builds in me on a way I can't even describe. It is it is rage what they're doing here, because now that here is the Republicans choice politically. Uh, You go along with our waste, fraud and abuse and our pork barrel projects, and our protections of unions and our new Green Deal and carbon emission nonsense and the Kennedy Arts Center and the National Endowments for the Arts and. Apparently there's even money for Congress in here, extra money because they have to work longer. They don't get the whole summer off like they usually do and more money for their offices, so they always include themselves. Or you delay further the American people. Now, let's say a Republican decides, I'm not, I'm not voting on this bill with your billions of dollars in waste, fraud, and abuse. Well, this is the ad that'll run next November or this November. It's going to be Congressman so-and-so, Senator so-and-so, when America called out for help. They voted no. That's what they're going to do. You know it, and I know it. So basically, they have a, you know, if you, if you stand on principle, the American workers wait. If you stand on principle, America small business waits. You stand in principle, entire industry waits. I mean, that is their choice. There are workers struggling, businesses struggling. We've been watching this radical socialist, you know, shift show unfold. You know, they decided a perfect time to, to follow the Rombo dead fish, you know, lead. Take advantage of the crisis and the wish list. Let's see, wind and solar power and regulations against the airline industry. Mandatory emission reductions for the airline industry. Wow. Uh, mandatory reporting of greenhouse gases from the airline industry. I'm like, Wow. Kick them in the teeth and bust open their head while you're at it, while they're already on the ground bleeding to death. You know, the Kennedy Performing Arts Center, the endowments for the arts, automatic extension, non-immigrant visas. uh, Let's get illegal immigration, uh, illegal immigrants protections in this country. Collective bargainings for unions. uh, Oh, identity politics, quotas, racial quotas. And uh, let's get rid of student debt and let's mandate states you know, require same-day voter registration. Oh, we're going to really be able to verify that voter as being legitimate as Americans suffer. It's unreal. So if you're an adult and you know that these people need help, what do you do? You stand on principle, and it's a very good principle, or you suck it up, cut the baby in half, we'll give you half of this crap you want, and then get the money out to the American people. It shouldn't be that choice. But that's what they did here. That's what they've been doing, and that's who they are. It defines them. This is their moment to get done that which they'd otherwise never get done. And they're they're holding their ground, boy. And maybe even not supporting the, the Senate bill when they vote on it later. Unbelievable. Apparently provisions in the Senate bill that would require no form, requiring any form of identification as a condition of obtaining an absentee ballot. Wow. Requiring notarization or regular witness signature other than a formal authentication as a condition of uh, acceptance of the ballot. That's what we're being told now. people in washington sending this to me i can't you obviously can't read it i don't have a copy of it nobody's gonna read it people now on twitter are reading it faster um i mean which by the way to your credit designate any person to return a vote permit a voter to designate any person to return a voted on and sealed absentee ballot oh great (laughs) no i'm sure no there's not gonna be any cheating going on ever may not limit how many uh there's no limit on how many voted or sealed absentee ballots any designated person can return. Designated person, you don't have to return it yourself. Pretty unbelievable. You know, I, I, somebody sent me this. It was a tweet from somebody else, which I found pretty interesting. It's, and, and this is just sad. And I think it just is all encompassing of where we are. Oh, and I'm told now it looks, it looks like NPR and PBS are getting $75 million. Both charitable organizations, aren't they? 501c3s? Well, can't believe that. Uh, Somebody on Twitter wrote, and somebody sent it to me. I don't know if I should mention the name, but it's on Twitter. They are bailout profiteers while people suffer without ventilators. They're exploiting what is a tragedy. They're following Rom Rombo Deadfish's model. Doing what they do now. Take advantage of a crisis. You can get things done. You're never going to get done before. And now here's and apparently Biden is uh, saying things about the Green New Deal in this bill. I got to get a hold of that information. You know, imagine now you're a Republican. You see all this crap in this bill. You, the, you know, the American workers have been waiting. You've been waiting. They desperately need the money they desperately need to help that, that they're going to get. How long are you you willing to wait to get this done or just suck it up and take this crap? Sad. It is so sad that this is happening in this country. We have a lot to get to today. Bill O'Reilly coming up, Doug Collins coming up, and we expect the Corona Task Force, Virus Task Force to speak out. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. 800 uh, one Shauna, is uh, a part of the program here. Uh, glad you're with us. Uh, anyway, so the Senate, we expect, is going to take up this bill tonight. Things have been very contentious. As the American workers that are displaced, uh, you got to be kidding me. This is what's been now been going on in Washington right now for days. Senate's going to vote on this tonight. Now, what are we discovering is in the Senate bill? Well, they're still including the $25 million in funding for the JFK Center for the Performing Arts. $75 million each to the National Endowments for the Arts and the National Endowment for Humanities. But it's down from the three hundred million they were asking for each. Unbelievable. We have Joe Biden now saying in these ridiculous, you know, podcasts of his, we're going to have an opportunity in the next round to use my green new deal to answer coronavirus economic trouble.
1: We're going to have an opportunity, I believe, in the next round here to use the my uh, green economy, my my green deal or uh, to be able to generate both economic growth it's consistent with the kind of infusion of monies we need into the system to keep it going.
0: Uh huh. Wow. Then we got NPR getting seventy-five million from the package. I guess if you break it down, there was one. Some person on Twitter broke it down: ninety-three thousand seven hundred and fifty per employee. Unbelievable. Somebody says on you know this is now oh, oh, we have the we have the new rules on voting. Anybody can vote. Register same day and vote without any ID whatsoever. Really? Then anybody can drop off an absentee ballot as long as it's sealed. I'm sure that's not going to encourage any type of cheating of any kind. Apparently, designated voter shall, shall permit a voter to designate any person to return a vote. Uh, voter sealed ballot, absentee ballot to the post office. A ballot drop off location. Building, tribally designated building election office so long as the person designated to return the ballot does not receive any form of compensation based on the number of ballots that person has returned and no individual group or organization provides compensation i'm sure i'm sure they're going to be very very transparent about that now we're finding out again this is all coming through institute for museum and library services well that bill includes 50 million for the institute museum and library services to expand the digital network access in areas of the country where Access is denied. Don't we have a more immediate need here? The American worker? you got to be kidding. Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Anyway, all things Chad Pergram is with us. Uh, He always puts out for Fox News uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to Everything Washington, D.C. Is there anything I'm getting wrong in this, Chad?
2: Well, there's a couple things here just that we're looking at. The Senate is still trying to finalize the bill. So, you know, as we've said before, you know, they have to, they can't vote until they get the final version of the bill. And some of the other reporting I'm seeing out there, I'm not saying across the board, but that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi put out a different bill a couple of days ago. And what people are conflating in some instances, in some instances, are asks that were in that bill, which are not going to be in this final bill that was negotiated and finished about 1 o'clock this morning. Uh, but, uh, again, when you're dealing with a $2 trillion bill, there's going to be a lot of stuff in there. And one of the reasons they can't move this quickly is because they're trying to do this on the fly. They're finding problems with it. Uh, I thought there was a scenario where maybe they would have even voted already. Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, Tim Scott of South Carolina, Ben Sass of uh, of uh, Nebraska, they just flagged a provision in this bill they said the way that the bill was drafted, and they say this is an error, that it basically gives an incentive for employees to be laid off instead of going to work. And they said they won't support the bill unless it's fixed. Now, this is why we don't have the bill text, because it's going to be probably, you know, at least 1,000 pages or more. Again, you know, more than $2 trillion in spending total. And until they get all of that resolved, the Senate can't move. And this is Washington moving fast. I mean, this, you know, the Congress was not built for speed. And, you know, if they're able to move this bill, starting from the middle of last week, get it through the Senate, you know, presumably tonight, we thought it was going to be last night, and then maybe get it through the House tomorrow or Friday at the latest, that's moving pretty quickly considering a bill of this uh, magnitude. And and Steny Hoyer, the majority leader, has indicated this afternoon, that he remains committed, this is his term, to giving all House members, Democrats and Republicans, a letter he wrote to all House members today, 24 hours notice, before they come back to vote on the bill. Now, that's a little bit counterintuitive. You say, well, why don't they move more expeditiously? It actually helps both sides because it gives Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise time to walk their members through the bill on a conference call. They're having two conference calls today on the Republican side of the aisle the Democrats to do the same. So hopefully when they get everything all aligned, they can get it through the Senate and move it maybe with a skeleton staff tomorrow or maybe Friday through the House. It might save time in the long run, Sean.
0: But the thing is here that a lot of this crap that is non-corona related is going to end up in this thing, correct?
2: Well, and that's where people are going to say, you know, never before have we seen a provision where they're basically telling all workers, whether you work at the Kennedy Center or public broadcasting or, you know, you work for the laundromat down the street, that we're going to cover your salary if you're laid off. I mean, that's that's not even what was in the New Deal by FDR. Uh, that's why this is so unbelievably expensive. Uh, I mean, consider the fact that the federal government, the Congress only allocates about $1.3 trillion dollars each year for what we call discretionary spending. This is what goes to the military and goes to HHS and goes to the Department of the Interior and so on. This is $700 billion above that when you're covering everybody's salary and then guaranteeing that they will have a job, you know, and whether it's in the arts or whether it's, you know, for a hod carrier. Uh, I mean, that's pretty remarkable. And and this is where the Congress, in whether you like it or not, They were very careful to not discriminate. You know, there's a lot of criticism often about picking winners and losers. They didn't pick winners and losers. And that's why some people who appreciate the arts are going to be very happy that some of those jobs are protected. And those who work at the laundromat are going to be appreciative there.
0: At at the end of the day, you know, I would argue, every person that I know, and and I will say I see this all over social media, we want to get back to work. Most people, they don't want a handout. They want to get back to work. Now, there might be a percentage of people that if their full salary is taken care of. It ins- it, it's not incentivizing them to want to get back. Now, and that's
2: what Graham was flagging.
0: That's, yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is here, now the problem is, for, and you know this as well as anybody, any Republican that now, because the, the Republicans have seen urgency, and they've been screaming. I've never seen Mitch McConnell as animated as he's been, or Susan Collins as animated as she's ever been apoplectic and angry and they have as adults both of them a sense of urgency because americans really need help now they need this money and they're dithering with all this crap that they're throwing up into this bill but never let an opportunity go to waste you get that's the only time you can get things done you otherwise never get done that's the rom rombo dead fish manual rule so and now republicans and, choice is going to be this
3: yeah he, and they got a gun why-
0: to their head you help the people that need it but you have to swallow the crap with it or this is the ad tell me if i'm wrong chad program you're a genius you know all things washington here it's going to be congressman so-and-so congresswoman so-and-so senator so-and-so when Amer- when american workers needed their help they were nowhere to be found
2: it is shocking to me that there would be, you know... How accurate is that? On come on, you don't have to... I aisle, know you're a news guy. And you hear the guy in the eerie voice come the campaign ads in October and early November. You're absolutely right. They do that. You know, and, and you know what's going to be interesting, Sean, and we talked about this on your TV program last night, is that they might not actually have a roll call vote. In the House of the Senate. And so you can't actually go through and say this person, you know, voted no, this person voted yay, how dare they, either side, because they might approve this on a voice vote, because they are concerned, especially in the House of Representatives, it's a much bigger body, you know, right now we have 430 current members, and they don't want to bring everybody together in the same room because that completely goes against the guidance from the CDC. And so what they would, might do is get a, an agreement where they bring a small group of those for and those opposed and they shout yay, nay, and they pass the bill. Now, some people are going to find that very strange, but there are three ways that they pass a bill, Sean, in both the House and Senate, a roll call vote. You do something by unanimous consent, meaning nobody objects, and then you do voice vote. And they do all three methods all the time. So you might not have as much of that you know, sinister campaign ad in September and October with the sinister voice as, as usual. So they're
0: going to hide the vote and no roll call, and then – but the, the bottom line is people are going to be asked the question, did you vote yay or nay? And they're yep. going to have to answer. Then you're not going to w- get away with not answering. And, the, and, if, right, you, and, and if you say and, and, nay, then, the, then here come the campaign ads.
2: And that's all, but but you know they they have some defense in some districts that will work, and they'll they'll be proud to say, well, it was such a big bill, and they rammed it through late at night, and we never got to see the bill text. You know that works in some districts, frankly, and that's why they want to give those members the option. That's why a a a voice vote is preferable to a uh, unanimous consent request in the Senate. And I talked to a member of the House leadership team yesterday, and they said that's kind of what they were advocating for because it gives those members that degree of political cover. But, you know, there's one thing you're absolutely 110% right about. When they put together such a bill of this scale, which we've never seen before in the history of the United States, and albeit it's needed, they put together a bill like this, you're going to find all sorts of problems and quote-unquote dastardly things in it and groups and individuals who who are getting money who don't deserve to get money and so on. It's almost unavoidable. When you're dealing with $2 trillion-plus dollars the stories once this all calms down and they get back to health in a, a couple months or whenever it is here that's going to be the real story
0: well i think this is the hitchhiker's guide to how corrupt dc is I, and it's sad at a time when american workers and small businesses and big industries like we know are devastated through no fault of their own that they play politics with all of this uh, chad pergram Uh, Fox News, thank you so much for your updates. We'll have you on Hannity tonight. Look forward to having you. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Uh, 800-941-SEAN. That Senate vote will take place. So we'll have a voice vote. They're still going to have to answer. You know, uh, Jason, hit the music. This is what the ads are going to be like, though. Here it is. In the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, Congresswoman so-and-so, Congressman so-and-so, Senator so-and-so, they voted no to help American voters. Now, that's what it'll turn into. You want to know why Republicans have been so angry? They've been angry because of all of this. This is what this fight has been about. And this is what the Democrats have been fighting for. And when you when you look at this, you know, there are, there are good things in there. Pay, per, pay check protection but at some point, you know, shouldn't it be to just get people over the hump at some point? And, and make sure they can pay their mortgages, their rent, their car payments. And make sure that they're going to be able to keep their kids in college or they have kids in college. And, you know, they just can't do it the right way. So we'll do it now. There's a, there's a lot of things in here that are de- monies that are appropriately used for workers, small business, big business, health. Uh, the healthcare system, healthcare uh, frontline workers, healthcare providers—those, you know, nurses and doctors—they equip everything. But we've already been funding all of that. Uh, the four trillion we're talking about—that's basically for the Fed. That's basically loans, separate and apart. But this is a lot of money, two trillion dollars, and I've been predicting it's going to happen. I don't. Even, why are we talking about this instead of instead of not talking about hydroxychloroquine? and azithromycin, and whether or not that's working. I'll tell you who's, who's been fascinating, and he'll be on TV again tonight, is Dr. Oz. Digging deep. There is right now a trial test going on in this country, a trial test of those two medicines because of the president's actions, off-label use, and number one, and number two, compassionate use. Because there's so much anecdotal evidence out there. Now, I'm sure all of you have been hearing or watching. We've had people on the show that, hey, this worked for me. He's been having people on his show. He has doctors on his show today saying, yeah, we've been doing it with great success. We should know probably no later than early next week with the doses that have been given in pretty large numbers. We should know sometime next week if this, in fact, is working for those Americans that have coronavirus, that have contracted it, worldwide now 458, twenty seven twenty thousand eight hundred six 20,806 deaths worldwide. In the US, 62,086 confirmed having the virus, 869 deaths in this country. Unprecedented actions, we're rewriting the rules on everything as we move forward. Well, first, the travel ban, that'll be standard going forward. Telemedicine, that'll be standard going forward. Public-private partnerships, that'll be standard going forward. Drive-up testing, that'll be standard. Soon, home testing, that will be standard as quickly as possible. We've never gone to a vaccine trial as quickly as we have the one going on now. Just like, uh, we, we you know, everything here, all the rules have been rewritten. Every one of them. And it will save lives, not only now, we can't even calculate how many... How many lives were saved just based on the travel ban and the quarantine alone? You know, getting rid of uh, FDA regulations. If we would have waited off-label use to treat those that contracted the virus, well, we wouldn't know anything about hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin. We have a French study. We have so much evidence. The the Israelis giving us six million doses of this. Our pharmaceutical companies now are ramping up production of this. We now have Ford working to build ventilators and help 3M along with GM. Every pharmaceutical company, all hands on deck. Every big box store, Walmart, Target, Walgreens, CVS, all on board. LabQuest, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Quest Diagnostics, LabCorp, all on board. So many companies, I can't even begin to name them. That's the best of America. Washington, pretty much the worst. But what do you do when workers need this money? We're going to talk about this bill for years by the time we know what's in this thing. 800, they're taking advantage of the situation for their own political benefits. It's repulsive. Alright, glad you're with us. Hour 2, Sean Hannity show. Top of the next hour, we expect, uh, expect the press coverage, the President, White House, Corona Task Force, updating us on uh, all things going on here. Uh, you see the best and worst of people. The best, uh, we have even the healthcare industry, no copays. Pharmaceutical companies, Uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine, they're upping, ramping up production immediately, azithromycin, immediately. Uh, We now have South Korea. They're sending over their testing kits. Uh, All of these great companies, GM and Ford and ventilators and every single product we need, uh, Walmart, Walgreens, CBS, all of them have been amazing. Quest, LabCorp. They've all, we, you know, all the rules are being rewritten. I don't think we'll be calling travel bans xenophobic, hysterical, uh, and fear-mongering in the future. I think we'll see when pandemics happen. Probably travel bans happen faster than ever. President Trump did it 10 days after, the first known case in America. Then we've got drive-up uh, drive testing. Soon we'll have home kits. We have every corporation on board willing to help their, co- their country, their fellow man. I just see my friend my pillow. MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell, he's now making masks for hospitals. He's now, he's moving heaven and earth. All these great companies, the FDA, uh, off-use, limited, you know, or compassionate use. Uh, That is now uh, some great hope that we've got, like yesterday with Dr. Oz. He'll be on TV again tonight. Um, All hands on deck. And then you see the shift show. We've been waiting days now in our nation's capital to help workers that desperately need the help desperately and you know now I'm, I'm we're finally reading this corporation for public broadcasting 75 million institute for museum and library services 50 million railroad uh retirement board social security administration i mean when and, oh, and they're going to do it on a voice vote uh and then you got joe biden out there he's politicizing things oh uh we're We're going to have an opportunity for the next round to use my new Green New Deal. Wow. And then he said he's had enough debates. Now we're hearing Bernie Sanders is throwing a fit, and he apparently is in a fight with GOP senators. He's going to delay it to get his radical leftist socialist agenda through. Pelosi won't even commit to any of this. $25 million. Yep. The museum, the Kennedy Museum for the Arts. So important. Really? Really? They wanted 300 million for the National Endowment for the Arts and National Endowment for Humanities. But, you know, here's what Republicans are faced with. They're screaming all week. I've never I've never witnessed, rightly so, an outrage. Susan Collins, where the hell is your urgency An outrage? Mitch McConnell. I mean, just what is going on? They're holding out for everything that they can possibly get here. Everything. Oh, and then we're going to have uh, same day voting and we're going to allow anybody to drive up ballots with no no identification. That's in there, too. Lindsey Graham, Senator Scott. And I believe one other senator said, we're not doing this. We're not going to support this. Lindsey Graham joins us now. Good for you, Senator. What's going on there? Well, a lot's
3: going on. It's not. It's worse than you thought. So Ben Sass, myself, Rick Scott and Tim Scott here's what just blows my mind. How about this idea? You should never make more not to work than to work. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Okay, so here's what happened. They're going to give a $600 check to everybody on unemployment beyond the state benefit. So the maximum you can get in South Carolina is $326 a week. We're going to give them $600 on top of that. That's 900 and That's $24 an hour. Who in their right mind is going to stay at a job working for $15 an hour when business is down? What this provision will do, Sean, is it rewards people for not working. I want to make people whole, but I don't want to pay them them more to be unemployed than if they worked. So you were in the bar world. I was in the bar world. My family owned a bar, a restaurant, and a liquor store. We paid people the best we could. They were good workers. But business is down. They're shut down because of containment policy. The goal is to keep them on the payroll by floating a loan to the business that will be forgiven to pay the person their salary. But how do you keep the waitress and the bartender on your payroll when the unemployment insurance agency will pay them $24 an hour for doing nothing? This is Bernie Sanders on steroids. It will destroy the economy.
0: Well, I, and I and I think you're right, and I can't believe we're even at this particular point here. You know, in the abstract philosophical, this is a real world problem we're having real here. World. And yeah, I mean, no American would earn more by not working than working is a statement that you use that, that that's hurting the economy. And in the process but, of all of this, then all the waste, fraud, abuse, you know, because Republicans are backed into a corner. Now, you either go along with the, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Kennedy Performing Arts Center, National Endowment for Humanities, all this waste. Rather, Now, while this shift show is going on with you guys, and I'd like to use some of the words you've used on Hannity. This isn't cable. Um, while all this BS is going on there, American workers that rightly need help. It's no they fault of their help. own. And they're not getting it. And they're... Well,
3: Right. But, Sean, here's the point. When you want to help the American worker who, no fault of their own, is out of work because we shut down restaurants and bars to kill this disease. But you don't want to destroy the employer's ability to hang on to the workforce. The Susan Collins Rubio model was a pretty smart model. The business owner can go to a bank – borrow money to make the payroll, up to $80,000 per person. They can pay the rent the mortgage payment. We'll forgive the first six weeks or eight weeks as a grant, not a loan. But that keeps them on the payroll. They don't have to go to the unemployment office. What Bernie Sanders and these guys somehow have got, got in this bill is unemployment insurance now is going to be equivalent to $24 an hour. There is no way you're going to keep a bartender and a, uh, a waitress on the business payroll when they can make a lot more money being unemployed. You're going to have a run on the unemployment system, and you're going to destroy the employer-employee relationship. What I want to do is reimburse people on unemployment up to their salary, not
0: increase their salary. Uh, all right. That is the be- best way to say it, up to their salary, to meet their yes. immediate needs. Let me tell you, I know there's not to double your salary. You don't get to double your oh, this, I mean, the fact that we even have to discuss this, is all of this now agreed to, the waste, fraud, and abuse? I, 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 well, Seth uh, and Rick Scott,
3: Tim Scott, now we're throwing a fit. The reason I know I'm right is because Bernie Sanders just threatened me. So I know I'm on to <laughs> something. Shocking. You're on to something yeah, this, good. This is, And I'm going to tweet back at Bernie. I said, only in Bernie's world does it make sense to pay somebody $24 an hour not to work. We're in a national crisis. People have been laid off. They can't work because business is down. I want them to get their salary until we can get through this, but I don't want to incentivize them to leave the payroll, go to the unemployment agency, and have their salary increased because that severs the employer-employee relationship. This is dangerous. If you're a nurse out there and the doctor has lost income because elective surgeries are not allowed and the doctor's trying to Hang on to his nursing core. A nurse making eighteen dollars an hour for the sake of their own family is going to go on unemployment.
0: Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Now, and this is the sad reality. Because if you, I, I think you're actually up for re-election this year. This is what they're going to yes, be doing: running I'd ads rather in South Carolina. My job, then destroy the economy. No, I mean that's the thing. It would destroy <laughs> the economy, and. You know, by the way, now Nancy is delaying the coronavirus relief bill because this is where the fight is. American workers have been literally waiting. Now we're fighting over every pork barrel project you could ever have imaginable. You know, Sean, Rob, Rob Emanuel, never let a good crisis go to waste because this, you get things done you could I, never I, otherwise I accomplish. You.
3: Okay, there, there, there are half a dozen of us in this fight. We need you and your listeners to back us up on a simple proposition. Change the bill to say... You can never make more unemployed than you were making when you were working. $600 goes into each person's pot for unemployment increase benefits up to the point you're made whole. Again, it's $24 per hour is what it works out to in South Carolina to be unemployed. There is just no way our employers can stay in business when you're paying people $24 an hour not to work.
0: You're 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 also keyed in on the key point here. This will destroy our economy. Now That's I want to bring up thing. one thing. So all these workers, small business owners, big businesses are waiting for the help. They deserve it. And and by the way, I would include you know not even we're not talking about loans for workers. They they, they can they get that money again. Make you can't make business more than, um, unemployed yeah. than employed. But here's the problem: right. you're running for your election and. If you, if you say no and you take a stand here, they put a gun to your head. Either support all the pork barrel projects, all the new That's Green Deal right initiatives. There.
3: Literally right there. Or it's going to be this. You know this. what? I would swallow money for a stupid uh, um, museum, but I'm not going to structurally destroy. I, my dad owned a liquor store, a bar, and a restaurant. The NFIB, all the small businesses in the country will lose their employers if we do this for... A, 16 weeks for 16 weeks you're going to bleed the workforce for 16 weeks under this bill
0: you shouldn't have to swallow millions for the the endowments for the arts so this but they'll say lindsey graham right. didn't help us when we needed help that's you, the end
3: you you, now you're right about that sean but my bigger point right here is that structurally we're going this is bernie sanders dream come true this is not fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage this is paying people in south carolina twenty four dollars an hour not to work it is going to destroy our ability to keep the workforce intact it goes for 16 weeks it's not the amount of money it's the concept let's make people whole but never make it so they do better by being unemployed than working
0: assuming you can get this part fixed you're bit be- and i know they negotiated in half the the pork barrel spending they're going right. to force the country to pay for this crap that they've that, this is what's been delaying this whole process they're gonna force the country to eat you this have crap no Idea
3: how right if you want to help you,
0: the American worker.
3: You have no idea how right you are. We've been on your show for every day for the last month I never thought it'd be this bad I know you know I said I, I went on the floor last night past the damn bill because you could hear the cash register ringing every hour we negotiated they were nickeling and diming us to death Stop the negotiations, Mr. President. Tell Mnuchin to come to the White House. No more. They were bleeding a strike. But this is a major problem for our whole country here. You're turning the unemployment system into a competition for the worker in a way that the workforce, the, the employer, will always lose. Nurses and truck drivers are going to get a lot more unemployed than if they work, I want to help them. But we can't put that burden on business.
0: And and while they take advantage of the crisis and exploit this crisis, the American worker waits. It's and, sad. And the, this the is sad. And
3: the nurse don't have Everybody. The supplies they need. The workforce is not getting money they need. The, the medical front is there's so much in here for hospitals. I, I, I am sick to my stomach. I am a sometimes i get beat up because i want you know to do too many deals i want to help people but i can't in good conscience my friend legitimize a system that destroys the ability to run the economy
0: this will destroy the economy and they and for them it's about power it's if they if they cared about the workers and they cared about the economy and they could think through this. They
3: would make this. them whole. They would make them, make whole, them so whole. They wouldn't put me in I'm, this spot.
0: I'll, I'll support so, you right. on making, uh, making workers through no fault of their own whole. That's I'll not, support that. And the my, American I mean, people will that, support that.
3: Make them whole up to $50,000. That should be enough to get us through this thing. But now, what you've done is you've, a family, uh, the average. Household income in South Carolina is $50,000. That's a man and a woman working, making $50,000. bucks. they are hardworking. They're great people. Under this bill, both of them will get almost $1,000. The family income under this bill will be almost 100000 It will double. You will get twice the money to not work than you were getting working. And that's just not right.
0: Can we? Is there any way in hell you can get rid of the crap, or that's just, we're, not, we're never going to get
3: try. it? I'm going to try. This is my number one goal here.
0: No, don't I know. Me, it's because this impacts I'll the economy.
3: I, I'll help you. I just don't. I never lie to you. I never tell you something I can't do. We have got to find a way to, the reason they say they do this is unemployment agencies cannot adjust their system. They can't figure out how to pay you your maximum wage
0: versus the mm. whole $600. All right, You're going to come on un- Hannity tonight, right? We'll see uh, you tonight. Well,
3: to get unemployed, Sean, you've got to tell the unemployment agency where you work. Well, I'll tell
0: and how you much what I'm going to do. You make 202 224 3121. 202 224 3121. Make Americans whole. You don't incentivize people not to work. And get rid Thank of the you. crap in this bill.
3: Better. I cannot say it any the, better.
0: The waste, fraud, corruption. Uh, all of it.
3: We're better than this. This is Bernie Sanders.
0: No, you know what? Steroids. We're not better than this. This I've been warning people this is coming, and here it is. Yeah. Well, here
3: it is. This is Bernie Sanders running away. He could not win at the ballot box, but he's winning in this bill, and we've got to stop this.
0: I want to thank you for all you're doing. I really do. Thank I mean you, Sean.
3: Uh, I need your help. need your people's help. I'll see you tonight.
0: We need to do, get this right for those people that have been waiting and waiting and waiting for help. 202- 224-3121. I bet Bill O'Reilly's gonna lose it when we get to him at the bottom of the hour. And we expect the White House coronavirus task force coverage with the president uh and our final hour, our news roundup information overload hour. This is outrageous. 202-224-3121. Unbelievable. 25 till the top of the hour, 800 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of this extravaganza, I you know, I will say this. Now we've heard it from Lindsey Graham. We're going to pay people more in this bill than what they're making. And he said, How about we just pay, make them whole? In other words, you make them whole through no fault of their own. As all of this has been going on, the country is in a, a state of emergency in many ways. And you see the best in so many people, so many corporations uh the the all hands on deck every aspect of it and you know it's like rome is burning and here they're fighting for every socialist fantasy they've ever had they're exploiting what is a national emergency by by literally putting you know you i've never seen susan collins that angry or Mitch McConnell that angry and justifiably so. Now, Rick Scott, Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham, uh, Ben Sass, my former friend, but right in this case, saying, We're not going to do this. The main reason is that will destroy the economy. All the waste, fraud, abuse, corruption, you know, new Green Deal, illegal immigration, you know, uh, same day, no, no proof of who you are, registration to vote. I mean, every, oh, carbon emissions, you know, the National Endowments for the Arts, National Endowment for the Humanities, the uh, JFK Performing Arts Center. This is what the Republicans, uh, they have been so angry about. Because they want a clean bill and they need it to get it to the American worker. The American people that through no fault of their own are waiting as they do this. And then on top of it all, now you've got an entire shutdown threat by Bernie Sanders. Joe Biden today putting two sentences together. Amazing moment. That, oh, in the next phase, we can get my version of the new Green Deal in. What about American workers that have mortgages to pay, rent to pay, car payments to make, kids in colleges, and food that they need to put on their table? They're waiting. They are waiting for their government, their public servants, to do their job. But in a moment like this, where we see such goodness and unprecedented greatness in, in people. Every industry, all of corporate America. And you see all these doctors, you know, working so hard. All, all the rules have been rewritten on how to do, deal with future pandemics. Travel bans, quarantine, public-private partnership, drive-up testing it's in Walmarts and Targets and CVS, etc., getting, you know, eliminating burdensome regulation. So, you know, we can now have where the early stage vaccine trials, but off-label use of hydroxychloroquine with azithromycin. It's all unprecedented. All all, All the rules have been rewritten and they're on the fly as we go and getting done and amazing work by the American people. These workers need money. Small businesses need help. Big businesses need help and they can't they can't pass a clean bill. They politicize even this. Get the workers of this country the aid they need. Take this crap and shove it. Bill O'Reilly's with us. Bill O'Reilly I'm really not in a very good mood today. So what else is new, honey? No, I'm using. Don't make me laugh for a moment. I don't right. like people that make me, me laugh when I'm pissed. What? Come on now.
4: Um, yeah, I listened to your uh, your interview with Graham, and uh, the point is solid. You want to uh, deliver relief to the American public, but you don't want to destroy um, the economy going forward after the pandemic subsides. You want to have a two trillion dollar investment in the country not a $2 trillion owed to socialism. So what has to happen, though, for the folks to understand, because what a lot of people are going to hear on NBC News, um, I noticed Ted Koppel just got rehired on Nightline. Did you see that? I did not. Yeah.
0: Oh, you mean, uh, he's a, you mean he's selective? mean not
4: a Trump fan. Not a Trump oh, fan okay.
0: at all. He interviews um, me for an hour, Bill O'Reilly. An hour. He takes out yeah, literally one A minute and seven seconds just to make him look good. Oh, what a jackass. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like you. He doesn't like Trump. He doesn't like conservatives in general. And I know that. I know Ted pretty well. I've talked to him about this. But anyway, so the folks aren't going to get from ABC News or NBC News or CNN, they're not going to get, hey, um, this bill is designed to promote socialism, which it is. It is. If you look at all the baggage attached to it, the pork, it's all socialist stuff. All right, they're not going to get that. So you've got to figure half the country, people who don't listen to you, don't or, uh, watch Fox News. And, and believe me, if you watch Fox News during the day, I don't know if you're going to get it. Prime time you will. Um, so the folks are going to go, wait a minute, I need relief. I need money. And uh, if they're going to send me money, I don't really care about the Kennedy Center getting $52 million dollars. I just want my check, and if the check is going to be more, uh, that's okay with me, because I don't see the broader picture. Now, why is it happening? It's happening because everyone knows in the Democratic Party and in the media, if Donald Trump can come through this pandemic and can alleviate the suffering by the summer, he'll win. There's no way Biden beats him, all right? No way. And that's what Andrew Cuomo's doing, by the way. He's positioning himself for a Biden collapse. Um, by putting himself up as a hundred the, uh,
0: percent there 's no doubt about the, it
4: yeah, as the a pandemic slayer it 's like the dragon slayer, and cuomo 's good at it, so the Democratic party they know they 're not going to get the socialist stuff, Bernie Sanders knows he 's through, but they can attach it to a bill that will be broadly popular because it sends money to people who need money, and they might sneak this stuff in because they 're not going to get it once Trump is reelected. Now, maybe the Senate will be able to compromise and get some of that out, they're not going to get all of it out. They're not going to get all of it out. But if Trump is reelected in November, he can then and if the of course if the Republicans control the House and Senate, they can revise anything they want to revise. Keep that in mind that if it's passed now and it's not that great now, it doesn't have to stay. But the most important thing is that Americans have to know they're being conned. And they're not going to know it by watching and reading the mainstream national press. They're not going to know any of this, Hannity. And that's what really disturbs me, that most people are just going to be completely shut out from the socialist stuff that the Democratic Party fervently wants to impose on the nation.
1: Bill,
0: I've never uh, you've been around politics a long time and i we've been doing this a long time. I've never I've never witnessed Mitch McConnell or Susan Collins that ticked off that because what's happening here is there is an urgency behind this. This is Rahm Emanuel. Never let a, 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 a never let a good tragedy go to waste, you know, because you'll get things done. You'd never otherwise get done. And what they're doing is they're putting they saying to the Republicans, oh, okay, we're willing to sit and wait. You either take our garbage, our agenda, that has nothing to do with relief for corona, or workers will wait. Now, there are adults, well, playing, and then there are children.
4: They're playing the stare-down game. So I, I don't think they're going to do it much longer. But it all depends on the messaging from The president and the Republican Party, the messaging is what really will put this over, because people have to understand it. They have to understand what's happening. Not everybody listens to Hannity on TV and radio. Not everybody goes to BillOReilly.com to see the truth. They don't all right, they're in this kind of fog, and, you know, oh, I'm going to get money, and the more money I get, the better, and, and they're not going to calibrate whether the unemployment benefits um, overwhelm the benefit of working. They're not going to do that.
0: But you so know what's be, sad? It
4: has to be brought out. Let me give you the best soundbite okay. that, that has been in the media in the last week, and that comes from Congressman Clyburn yep. from South Carolina, who put Biden over the top. He said, Yep. Now's the time to get our agenda passed through the relief bill. At least the man is honest. He said it. We're going to try to ram the socialist climate change stuff down the throats of the American people because they won't understand what we're doing.
0: We're They're doing exploiting it in a, a tragedy, Bill. And you know the sad part? We've been watching this unfold. You want to know why I'm angry? Because I was that worker. That is my life. I, I lived paycheck to paycheck. I didn't have any cushion for, for a good part of my early adult life. It sucks. And all these people are, are desperately awaiting help. And the only way you're going to get the Democrats to do the right thing is if you accept all of this crap. Now, you know, Lindsay said, about I'll, 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 I'll suck it up and I'll pay for the stupid museum. But we can't destroy the fundamentals of the economy. I want to make American workers whole. But I can't double their salary. Way.
4: There's another way. What is that it? is for the president of the United States to go on television and explain exactly what is happening.
0: He will. I mean, honestly, I think he, what he's been doing that is pushing them along the and trying to get the deal done. Unfortunately, right. they've made it. Next to, if not impossible, to actually get to a deal. And, and by the way, Bill, while we're sitting here talking about it and why these over there are doing their thing in the swamp, I mean, think about it. We, you know, there are laws against price gouging, right, Bill? There are laws yeah. against that. What about what about this exploitation while American workers suffer and wait and wait and wait? If that ought Trump to be a can crime.
4: articulate this tonight, and he's got to do it tonight, he got to do it fast. If he can articulate what's really happening behind the scenes and put forth what should happen, what he needs to run this country and fight this virus, if he can do that in 10 minutes, they will win.
0: It may come to that, I think, you know, the guy's kind of busy right now. What do you think of overall, as I've been saying, The way we will deal with future pandemics now, the the, the whole book is being rewritten. And I mentioned, for example, the travel ban. How important was that travel ban? How important was that quarantine? Ten days after the first diagnosed uh, case in America, he did it. Uh, How important is it that the public-private partnerships drive up testing, soon to have home testing, telemedicine is now happening, Uh, lifting FDA burdensome regulations for off-use of drugs that are mostly safe. May, may have some risk, but little risk, um, to help people, to save them from dying. And we're hearing so much anecdotal evidence. Dr. Oz has been great covering this. This is, this is a whole new book we're writing here, Bill, and I, I think in the future we're going to save millions of lives. I pray to God.
4: Well, first thing that has to happen is the federal government has to develop an office of pandemic response, all right? and get the best doctors in that field, microbiologists, and then link it to the Centers for Disease Control. Doesn't have to be a lot of money, but it has to be there. It has to be solid. The Office of Pandemic Response, and that has to be a cabinet position. And that's the first step in protecting ourselves in the future.
0: We have so many government agencies that you would think would do it. I will say this. You know, I know Andrew Cuomo's been out there and he's doing his thing and he's politicizing it. Meanwhile, the president's building him four hospitals, sending a hospital ship uh ship and and thousands and thousands of ventilators. I get it. You know, you know what's sad after nine eleven? How was he not more prepared? Some of these hospitals, Bill, they weren't prepared for a one day emergency. You know, we, we have to now go back to the state level, the local level, the community level, and make sure. We're in better shape preparing for what will be another inevitable emergency, pandemic, flu, whatever it happens to be.
1: Well,
4: I wrote a column called um, The Contagion Chronicles. It's on BillOReilly.com. And I tell you why we weren't prepared. And bottom line on it, we don't have any money. States don't <laughs> have any money. Feds don't have any money. After really? New York? we uh, all $25 trillion.
0: T- 10% state income tax. Florida doesn't have any. They don't have Hi. any in Texas. I want to ask you about the health side of this, sure. though, when we get back. I want to ask you about hydrochloroquine uh, and uh, azithromycin. I know you're following that story, too. 800 941 sean is our number if you want to be a part of the program. All right, Simple Man, Bill O'Reilly.com, uh, all things O'Reilly. All right, so um, I know you've been following this, hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin. We're seeing anecdotal evidence all over the place. I mean, really important promising stuff dr oz in particular is on tv tonight has done a great job on this your thoughts we only have 30 seconds left. i'm
4: praying that the united states saves the world again we talked about this last week I, I think we will i think medical science will come up with either a vaccine or a strong medicine and that'll turn the tide and that's what i'm praying for
0: i'm praying for our country and we got to get the help to these workers bill they need it small business guys they're dying we need it'll it. happen and we need the corruption to end. There's been going on a week. They've been waiting, playing games, exploiting this tragedy. It's disgusting. It's repulsive. It's what is everything wrong while the rest of the country steps up. BillO'Reilly.com. Thank you. All right. Glad you're with us. Uh, news Roundup information, overload hour, 800 941. Sean, if you want to be a part of the program, it is, it is sadly predictable what is happening. By the way, Uncle James, if he can come in here for a second, um, it's just predictable. What they are doing. This actually defines them. This is who they are. The American worker that desperately needs aid and support and help from their public servants are not being served well. They have been waiting. We've been watching the Republicans yelling and screaming and we've been explaining to you all the waste, all the fraud, all the abuse that they are sticking into this bill. At the top of the last hour, we had Lindsey Graham on the program. That in South Carolina, somebody on unemployment makes $326. Now they're going to be making $926 uh, 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 dollars a week. He's saying more than $24 an hour. Well, if uh, he said, let's make American workers whole. They deserve to be made whole. We're going to bail out Europe, rebuild Europe after World War II. If we're going to save the world from evil and communism and fascism and Imperial Japan and Nazism and radical islamism, if we we can do that and we always end up paying the price for freedom, we absolutely need to help American workers. There's two billion dollars to be spent here there's Another four, I'm sorry, two trillion dollars to be spent here. There's another four trillion available loan guarantees by the Fed. This is a very comprehensive package to support American workers through no fault of their own that need help. This is also going to help our hospitals and, and the infrastructure and everything else associated with this. Why are they doing this? Because this is now their opportunity. They are this is while the American workers that have rent payments, mortgage payments, car payments, school payments for their kids, even though the kids are out of school, they're still paying for college. They they they've been waiting and they've been waiting. And now what do we have? We have. Let's see. Oh, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, they're going to get 75 million Institute for Museum and Library Services, 50 million. We're going to take care of our labor union friends. They must have a seat on the board of of any industry that is bailed out. Why? Because that's more important to them. That's not where the priorities of the American people are. You know, it's let's make people whole. You know, you can't make more money unemployed than you make working. Because we have on the other side of this and there will be another side of this. We have an economy that must bounce back for everybody's benefit. And by the way, you know, the president says the cure can't be worse than the problem. If you do that, we we need these businesses to, let's see, get the groceries to the store and get the pharmacies, uh, the products that they need to get the help and assistance to the American people that they depend on, that they count on. And this is and they dither and they dither and they dither and they politicize and exploit, exploit this. You know, you want to talk about swamp in the middle of an emergency. While everyone else all hands on deck. Now you put senators in a position. There's no choice here. You will destroy the foundation of the economy if you follow through with this madness. You can't do that at this point. We shouldn't have to be discussing this. We shouldn't, you know, and Pelosi, well, I'm not sure if we're ever going to, I'm not sure if I'm going to, I'm not going to say the House is going to pass it. Why, she wants to put even even more money, 25 million still in the bill for the operations and the maintenance, let's see, of the John F. Kennedy Senator, Senate for the, Center for the Performing Arts. I'm sure a the extravaganza, not now. You can't pass a clean bill now, $75 million each, to the National Endowment for the Arts, National Endowment for the Humanities. I'd rather give that to the American working people. But again, make them whole, not give them, you know, twice what they're usually making. And for those that don't need any help, they don't get any help. Do we really need NPR, $75 million? Somebody on Twitter broke it down. I'm not sure if it's right. Like $93,000 per employee? You know, price gouging is illegal in this country. Hoarding, that might be illegal too. You heard the attorney general the other day. What about in the middle of a tragedy, not doing your job? Now they want to change the voting rules. Now they want to, I mean, everything you can imagine. But Oh, and they're putting money in there, of course, for themselves. Then they're going to have a voice vote so they can kind of hide where they really felt about it, although they're not going to be able to do that. That won't work. People are going to ask what they did and all these delays. You watch all the companies in America, the ways they've stepped up. It's inspiring. Really? It's it's been totally inspiring. But it could lead to employers putting many people out of work here. And it can greatly reduce the chances of us having a strong recovery. Now, Senator Rick Scott, Senator Lindsey Graham, Senator Tim Scott, Senator Ben Sasse. I'm, before this day is over, I can tell you right now, a bunch of other senators are going to say we can't. And this is what the Democrats are going to do. They cause all of this. They're the ones insisting on AOC's new Green Deal. And we're going to subsidize windmills and solar panels. What does this have to do with coronavirus relief? And I, I wish I was wrong, but I told you this was coming. I knew that I could see this sucker a mile away. This amount of money? Oh, yeah. It's going to be politicized. And I just want to help American workers. I want to help American small business. I want to help America's big businesses to overcome what nobody predicted or saw. And I'd like to spend most of our time and attention at getting to what are the real issues that need to be dealt with. It's unreal. By the way, Andrew Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo's getting four hospitals from the president. He got uh, thousands and thousands of tens of thousands of doses of hydroxychloroquine uh, from the White House. They've gotten everything they've asked for. They've gotten just in the last two days, 5,000 more ventilators. And he's politicizing it. But he did say something today because we welcome people across the globe. They had 15 times the coronavirus cases of California and other states He says, why? Because people have been coming here. We have people who came here from China, Italy, who came here from all across the globe. Well, you know, there are a lot of good things that have happened here. We are going to save lives as a result of the the rules now being rewritten on how to deal with pandemics. Travel bans. I don't think they'll be called xenophobic and fear mongering in the future or hysteria in the future. I love the, the American businesses that stepped up. So proud of my buddy, Mike Lindell. He's now making respirators. Ford, where they make F-150s, they're making respirators. GM and Ford are making ventilators. You know, I, got, I haven't even barely touched the medical issues, which is what we should be talking about today. Shouldn't have to deal with all of this today. But, you know, this, all right, this is where we are. This is, I guess, who they are. The media has been despicable. The media is just beyond any hope anymore. I just, I've just i given up hope. on. If there ever was any hope, it's gone. It doesn't exist. That's sad, too. Because you like to think that even in these times... You know, I went through the list yesterday. Oh, you know, the Washington Post and, and company. You know, get, get America, get over it. Get a grip on the virus. Attack of my coverage, but my coverage was dead on accurate. Dead on accurate. Now, we have a lot of money in this bill that we need, too. Like $117 billion for hospitals, for veterans' health care. $45 billion for FEMA. They need the money. $16 billion for the Strategic National Stockpile. That's needed money. An extra $4.3 billion for the CDC. $11 billion more for vaccines, therapeutics, diagnostics, other medical needs. That's all in the bill. We're helping out farmers and agriculture and rural development for the Food and Drug Administration. They got them 34. billion nine billion dollars that's all necessary and needed right now the commerce department justice services etc well that's important to our economy unfortunately the department of justice needs more money because people do this the department of defense is going to get more money for their medical care medical countermeasures to help our guys out in the field that are contracting corona defense health program military health care system direct care capacity president already made huge changes on that and equipment that they are needed. That's in this bill. That's being held up because of this. Energy and water development. That's being held up in this. I mean, significant amounts of money. Ar- Army Corps of Engineers, 70 million. Operation maintenance account, expense account, the interior, uh, water, reclamation, energy department, making sure energy is going out as needed to help everybody. All right, let's go to the press conference. This is Dr. Fauci. No, it's not. Doctor. Okay, no, I was looking at B-roll. Sorry. B-roll means it aired earlier. It looked like it was live. Then, you know, these are important monies that need to be delivered. But most importantly, to American workers and small businesses that are literally now, you know, been waiting and waiting and waiting. I I know why Susan Collins got so angry this week, because she feels, as I do, a sense of urgency to help Americans in need. A sense of helping on the healthcare front, you know, a sense of urgency to help small business owners, a sense of urgency to help healthcare workers. All of that's in the bill. Good stuff. A lot of money, good stuff, necessary based on what has now changed. But now they're throwing in billions of dollars of crap. And pork and fraud and waste and abuse. Why? So they have control. They create dependency. They get power. Americans want to make other Americans whole. Americans understand it. Bernie Sanders, he's threatening now to you know shut down the Senate over this whole thing unless they do adopt his socialist agenda. Biden's out there saying, oh, the next round, we're going to use that. We have an opportunity to use this round for my new Green Deal. Huh? Really? Unbelievable. You know, Corporation for Public Broadcasting, Institute for Museum and Library Services. Wow. Pelosi still won't commit to it. Then we got the, of course, the JFK Center for the Performing Arts, National Endowment for the Arts, National Endowment for the Humanities. Wow. I just can't. I can't believe it. I can't believe it except I predicted it. That's the sad part. Then we're going to impact Voting. And voting you know issues in the country let's pass it through where we got a chance we'll get everything we want here i'm like what immigration we'll get that in too we'll get in everything on our checklist james clyburn said he'd do it i i it just is you know the great thomas Paine once said where the guides and dictates of human conscience irresistibly obeyed there'd be no need for any lawgiver that's not being the case you know why because we're not perfect human beings In a fallen state, we need salvation. I believe Jesus gives us salvation. I do believe that with all my heart. God's the creator of the heavens and the earth. Then he goes on to say government in its best state, but a necessary evil. Its worst state, an intolerable one. Government's not working for you today. They have not been working for the American people. It's repulsive. And the media is not even going to tell you. Look, I hope you call your senator. 202 224 3-1-2-1, three one two one maybe you can speak out and tell them help out American workers pass a clean bill and get the money out to the health services the people on the front lines and do it now pass a clean bill you know but they're, but they're holding you know Republicans well well we're just going to go out and say you don't care about American workers if you don't support the bill with all the garbage in it Right, let's grab a quick call. We're still waiting for the live press coverage. Coronavirus task force led by the president. Uh, we'll see when that comes in. In the meantime, David in California, David, how are you? I guess yours now number two behind New York with the number of cases. How's things out there?
1: We're actually really good, Sean. Um, in my area, in Santa Claus County, we have 550 thousand people, and we have zero deaths and only 11 infections, which is kind of where we're going. Is why uh, is everything being treated? the same throughout California. I really think people could go to go back to work, at least in a modified way and get everybody back to work.
0: Listen, I want everybody to work. Um, how is the Gavin Newsom shutdown going?
1: Uh, It's been really bad. I think, um, what we're really looking forward is, is the president really open it up in some kind of way, even a modified, uh, work, um, uh, would really change things. And I'm wondering why he doesn't wait until at least in that 15-day, you know, slow the spread, which he's want to do, before he makes a commitment to this bill. This bill, I'm just been listening to what you're saying, it, it's disgusting. And the fact that the Democrats, or even if it was Republicans doing it, I feel the same way, would try to take advantage of it and the American people during this time is the worst that you could possibly do. I really think if the president would just let people get back to work, even in a modified environment, there wouldn't be the urgency and it wouldn't be so quick to give in to these things that really don't make any, any sense. A lot of Americans, a lot of Californians are still working right now. There's essential, um, employers that are still working. So not everybody is, is at home and, and, and we're doing okay. And it's only been a short time. And I think if we could get past that 15 days and at least get some kind of modified work schedule for the rest of Californians and Americans that, that we could make it. But to give in now, it's too early. And that's so much stuff is in that bill that it's just it's disgusting. And for that to be taken advantage of right now, I, I just can't even believe what's going yeah. on and what's being presented.
0: Unbelievable. Anyway, 202 224 switchboard. We're waiting the White House Coronavirus Task Force press briefing that's coming up as we continue. Glad you're with us. Call your senator, please. Now till the top of the hour, toll free. It's eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. If you want a clean bill. You want to finally get Americans the money they deserve, American workers. I think we need to put some pressure on these people for what they're doing. It is beyond repulsive. It just is horrible. All the pork, all the the, every socialist uh, utopian give back imaginable when we should be helping small business, big business and American workers. They are waiting. Where is it? Um, you know, I'm watching the media mob and all of this. They've been claiming, oh, Fox News changed the tone. No, I, I actually have a timeline on Hannity.com. We first interviewed Anthony Fauci January twenty-seventh. I said from January twenty seventh and twenty eighth and straight on through, uh oh, I noticed this virus and I said, Whoa, asymptomatic people for days are walking around and spreading it, and it seemed to be aerosol, airborne, turned out to be, from the get-go. Let's see. Vox.com. They don't like Sean Hannity. Uh, What is this coronavirus? It's part of a family of viruses that attack the respiratory system. Should I travel during the outbreak? The CDC, and, and by the way, they proclaim that the coronavirus would not be a deadly virus. CDC says, yeah, avoid traveling at the time. They proclaimed it wouldn't be. Here's the Washington Post. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. They told Americans to get a grip. Oh, that's pretty interesting. They want Americans to get a grip. I mean, that was their early response. Get a grip, America. This is in January. The flu is a much bigger threat than coronavirus. In January, Washington Post op-ed claiming our brains are causing us to exaggerate the threat from coronavirus let's continue january 31st that's the day that donald trump put in the travel ban 10 days after the first known case in america what did the media mob do how our brains says washington post january 31st how our brains make coronavirus seem scarier than it is wow harvard professor they quote risk communication consultant on how risky is it in reality. Why our fears don't always match the facts. That's what they were saying. Let's see. Downplaying the growing spread of the virus. Fake news. New York Times. Oh, they've been taking hits at me. I I explained my timeline. Gave them the video. Gave them the audio. Just, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of my time even engaging with any of these people. But they got it wrong. Because they wrote in February that the fear of the virus may be spreading faster than the virus itself. Quote, in Europe, fear spreads faster than the coronavirus. I guess they were wrong in their assessments. NPR, they were out there warning that the flu is a much bigger threat than the coronavirus. Well, they were wrong too. And we got the Washington Post again. Why Why we should be wary, this is interesting, of an aggressive government response the coronavirus, that was February 3rd. Well, Donald Trump had already acted. What were the Democratic Party doing? They were impeaching the president. They were having their big trial, their impeachment trial, their impeachment hoax trial. I will say this. I'm getting a lot of response, and I'm hearing from a lot of you in this audience. Thank you, by the way. Everybody's saying the same thing. Yes, they want to help America's workers and small businesses. American people are smart people. This is a moment that's kind of unprecedented. Nobody expected any of this. Uh, did people's opinions change? Yeah, a little bit. Certainly did because of facts on the ground. Um, but I will tell you, you know, in the beginning, we saw very early on that people in the media were going to use it to hurt Donald Trump. And Trump virus. If you're feeling awful, you know who to blame. Hey, Ben Smith, that was your newspaper over at the New York Times. i you going to write an article about that. Same New York Times last week that edited the call with the president and the governors. They actually put Trump to governors. You're on your own. President said, if you can do it faster, get something faster, do it. Go right ahead. Um, And then he said, we'll have your back. Yeah, they edited that part out. That's selective editing on their part. I know it, it doesn't sound nice, right? That's how dishonest they are. You know, all those people, fake news, CNN, the same groups of people, same people. They're now, you know, the ones that sold those lies and conspiracy theories and everything in between. Those same people, you know, were out there led by the New York Times, CNN, fake news, conspiracy TV, MSDNC, saying some of the most repulsive things about the president for three years. Why would they stop now? And they saw this as an opportunity to politicize it, weaponize it, a virus, to bludgeon and hurt Donald Trump. Donald Trump, have they ever said, wow, in retrospect, he was right about that. He was really right about that travel ban. He was really right about about what he did. No, nope, not at all. They don't wanna give him any credit. Why would you give him credit? If you give him credit, not only hurts our ability to beat him in November in 223 days. Of course, that's what they want to do. It's all about politics for them. It's all about power. That's what I say, government in its best state, but a necessary evil. In its worst state, it is an intolerable one. That's all true, too, as we go through all of this together. And meanwhile, the American people wait. Um, I do have some good news. This is where you'd see the best in people and you see the worst in people at times like this. Then they attacked me. Hannity said it was a hoax. (laughs) No, I got a whole timeline that says, uh uh-oh. January 27th and 28th, pre-travel ban. First case in the United States, January 21st. Six days later, I'm on on the air interviewing Dr. Fauci about the virus. Because I happen to like medicine. Uh, I know it's sick, but I have many of my friends are doctors. I've actually gone in operating rooms and I watch operations. Fascinated by it. Many of my family members gotten medicine in some capacity, the medical field in some capacity. Sisters that are nurses. And it's a tough job. They're all putting themselves on the front lines every day. Thank you, all of you, what you do. Thank all the corporations, the pharmaceutical companies, the Walmarts, the Targets, the CVSs, all these people. All these businesses. My friends at MyPillow.com, my buddy, Mike Lindell, he's now making respirators. Ford, F-150 uh, assembly lines, they're making respirators. Ford and GM making ventilators. There was uh, a doctor, Charlene Babcock, they did a study uh, based on her study, practices in the Detroit area. They actually were able to turn one ventilator into four ventilators. There's a great Daily Mail article out there how one doctor turned one van- ventilator into nine with some, you know, they call it evil genius mechanics. Winning fans like Elon Musk. There are corporations too. I'm not particularly the biggest fan of Google, but I, I want to thank Google for the things that they're doing. You know, thank the Israelis for the 6 million doses that they're giving us of hydroxychloroquine. So that, obviously, they see hope. Fr- the French did a study on it. The Chinese are given us finally data we believe might be accurate. Finally, they did as repulsive too. Prince Charles has tested positive for Corona, according to the palace. Anybody that gets this, I'm praying for. Uh, The FDA off-label use for uh, hydroxychloroquine, that's really important. We're seeing nothing but anecdotal evidence. Dr. Uh, Oz has been unbelievably amazing in all of this. Really has been. Been incredible. So many people could be. By the way, on uh, Hannity.com, we've written up the article about we can't pay people more to to work, uh, more not to work than to work, what Lindsey Graham was saying, which is what this bill does on top of all of the waste, fraud, corruption, and abuse. So sad that people in the middle of a crisis like this would ever act this way. Dr. Fauci, the media's tried to put a wedge between him and the president. No, we, there's no wedge here. He's listening to everything we've said. We might disagree on a few minor things, but no, he's doing everything possible. Can anyone really add one thing that the president should be doing that he hasn't been doing? He's, but they're killing themselves. The, but they've had to rewrite the book on everything. Every single thing. Now, I've been saying, and I want to continue this narrative, if you go back to the Michael Crichton book disclosure and the movie disclosure, Michael Douglas, Demi Moore, was actually a great movie. It was a great book. I read the book. And it it's, it tells the story of how Uh, these two were an item at one point anyway he has a job this company the company is about to go public very important time they want to get everything right and anyway and she comes on to him and and he rejects it and there's a recording that you don't find out till later that happened but he's getting all these cryptic emails because they're setting him up to destroy him and fire him anyway so he gets these cryptic emails from a professor whose name happens to be a friendly a friend rather now it turns out, obviously, it was a novel. But anyway, long story short, the emails would always say, "Solve the problem." The best thing that we can do now, and that's why I'm hoping these anecdotal stories on hydroxychloroquine and along with the I am hoping, um, I am hoping that they're successful. If we can stop the death first. People that contract it, stop the death first. That will go a long way to helping us get back on track as a country faster. So I'm hoping, I'm watching very closely. Dr. Oz has done a great job. He's interviewed people that have used it, patients that have used it and recovered. They're telling their story. He's interviewing doctors that have been prescribing it and telling their stories. That's hope for me. But, you know, you can't. You can't turn the country. Listen, we won't have any medicines if we shut the country down. Let's put it that way. There might be every area in the country that can open at the end of this 15-day period, but say New York, Washington State, and California. We don't know yet. You know, you, And Andrew Cuomo's definitely trying to be plan b as it relates to Joe Biden, it's obvious because no matter what the president does, I'm at four hospitals, a, a medical uh, hospital, Navy ship, uh, hydrochloroquine uh, doses sent up here. That's now basically we have a, a clinical trial going on as we speak. Off label, innovative, creative, Donald Trump breaking down the bureaucracy, calling it. Yeah. Off label use. Absolutely. Compassionate care. Absolutely. Remember, he's the one that had the right to. Choose, you know. In other words, the right to try experimental medicines—that that all means something. um But anyway, there's so many people that are working so hard, and we see so many so such goodness out there. And then we see these idiots in Washington playing politics as usual. Then you got the idiots in the media, you know. <laughs> then now they're saying NPR saying we're not going to carry the coronavirus task force. Because, it may, because Donald Trump is doing them. That's basically the answer. And then other you know, warnings on MSDNC, the conspiracy theory channel. This is vital information. They're giving out every day. They start out what they've done, what they're doing, and, and what they need people to do. But no, we're not going to carry it because uh, Donald Trump looks too presidential. Is that the answer? That's, that's what it really seems to be about to me. Why else would you not give out this information? You get to hear from Dr. Fauci, the other medical experts. The Surgeon General has been phenomenal on this. We get to hear from all these people. I want to hear from these people. Some things to watch out for. Um, for example, red itchy eyes seem to be another symptom of coronavirus. Coughing, obviously, is one. Temperature is one. Um, following the recommendations of the task force seem like just the smartest play here. Um you have uh, testing centers now going up every day, and you can go to the website and look for all those things. Um, I know uh, the grocery store chains have now pledged that they are going to keep the store the stores stocked up, which is important. In other words, try not to hoard. And if anybody's involved in price gouging on something that's essential, you know, like water, masks, Purell, um, really? I mean, what what compels you to act that way you really need the money that bad you're really lacking a heart that bad it's pretty sad what profit the entire what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose their soul that's kind of losing your soul kind of stuff but i'm hoping that we can now get this thing right meaning i'm hoping That Washington will get their act together. I know it's probably way too much to even hope for. I'm setting myself up for major disappointment, get knocked down in a major way, and we'll see what happens. All right, so here's what we got tonight. Steve Mnuchin is going to be on. Lindsey Graham is saying he won't support this bill. Steve Mnuchin is on. Chad Pergram will give us an update, all things in D.C. Then Peter Navarro is on about the economics of this thing that they're trying to get through. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton is going to join us. I'm, I'm betting he's not going to support this in its current form either. Dr. Oz on the hydroxychloroquine uh, potential option. He's interviewing doctors and patients every day. And anecdotally, we're getting very good information. He'll update the, us on all of that. That brings hope of saving lives. Uh, Mike Huckabee, Congressman Mike uh, Matt Gates, and much, much more. Most comprehensive coverage. Set your DVR, 9 Eastern Hannity on Fox. Be safe. See you back here. Tomorrow, see you tonight at night.